DMV Sports Roundtable Podcast. Back with Chris Chian, Jamal Bowens. Uh, heavy, heavy, heavy rotation is the NFL draft. And now moving forward, the 2021 season will be here. And before you know it, Washington football have everybody in the stands at FedEx Field watching and cheering on the uh, Washington football team. Guys, uh, NFL draft, I know you you were hunkered down for three days. <laughs> Yeah, kind just of watching was. everything. No, I'm, I'm 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 laughing at myself because it's true. Uh, initial takeaways. Okay, I, I have to ask you this from a perspective of where I knew about. I'll be honest, five to ten prospects because that's where we are, right? We pay attention to the skilled receivers, the quarterbacks, and the running backs, right? Unless you're you two guys and you're paying attention to everybody. Uh, yeah. Cheon, Jamal, Washington takes a linebacker. 19th overall selection. Initial thoughts when they made the pick, and is he going to be as good as everybody says he's going to be? Because, uh, you know, everybody right away is going, oh, what a great pick by Washington. Chris, what do you think? Well, I think the grade that some of the so-called experts had that he was a mid-second round pick was a little bit worrisome. But to me, where were you going to select here? I saw some mocks, Peter Schrager of uh, the Good Morning Football, having them take Travis Etienne in this Mm. spot. I wouldn't have liked that. You have enough running back in the skill set there. So to me, if it was Ron's top guy and, and, and in the room, they said, this is our top guy. You know what? They needed some help at the linebacker position. I'm totally fine with them going this route. That was the biggest position of need, really, for yeah. me. Mm-hmm. And just another nugget to put with that, the Giants, in recent days, the reason why they traded back to 20, they got Tony, but they were also targeting Davis. We ended up taking Davis at 19, so they took Tony at 20. And it, people say it was a reach. I, I don't see it because I had him in my my uh, top four or five linebackers. Uh, Parsons, number one, gone. Zavin Collins, gone. Uh, JOK, I was looking for JOK at that spot, but he might not have fit with them. And then, you know, and uh, Cox from Florida or LSU rather. So that's fine. He fits fine. He covers what this defense couldn't do is linebacker position. They couldn't cover anybody. This yeah. guy is long. He's rangy. He's fast. And if you notice the thing throughout their draft this year, athletes, versatility and athleticism. And behind this front, this front, he'll eat behind that. He can cover. Baza can't cover nobody. He's a, he's a run stuffer. Holcomb, great motor, can't cover a damn thing. So you put a guy in the middle that can cover, is rangy, it's a perfect fit, and I don't see any problem with the pick. What what about the rest of the draft? Because, you know, it just felt like every pick that Washington made was was great, was fantastic. Oh, this is exactly what they need, but obviously we won't see for for at least a couple years if these picks were were any good. Was there anyone that – Chion, was there any pick where you just said that doesn't make any sense for for Washington? Well, I will say this before I answer your second question, because I work Saturday nights and I covered the fourth through the seventh rounds of the draft. I got to pay attention to some of the post-draft comments. 
Um, first off, Jamal, I think you'd agree with me. The Jared Patterson signing, I think I'm more excited oh, yeah. about that than anybody they got oh, yeah. on on day three. Uh, but but it was something Martin Mayhew said. They asked him about whether or not Ryan, basically, if the seventh round pick Shaka Tony and the other guy now that is escaping me um, would be somebody. Dakota State. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had it there, but then the ad played, and I didn't want the audio to go <laughs> on there. But um, but I know Shaka Tony out of Penn State, and Martin Mayhew was asked, you know, what kind of the thinking behind that pick was, and he had mentioned these guys. They then they tied the question to Ryan Kerrigan. And then he said, these guys are going to be expected to play right away, which to me means I don't see how Kerrigan returns. And, and, and that's been my kind of biggest takeaway is almost like it is a new, as you say, Jamal, like these, these guys are athletes. This is the new crop of players joining this already great. And I'm going to say great Washington football mm-hmm. team defense, but it's the changing of the guard, if you will. Ryan Kerrigan doesn't sound like he's going to be uh, back with the team. So that's kind of it's kind of crazy. Well, if you haven't seen uh, the new artistry or whatever from the the guy from uh, North what was it North Dakota State, he's wearing ninety one. So I guess that writing is on the wall. But I, you know what? I think Ryan deserves to go somewhere that's going to win right now. This team is in a, in a good position. They'll get there. Uh, he deserves to go to a, a Kansas City or a Patriots or you know somebody he can get there with right away. He's at dead point in his career. He's not dead in the water. He's got a lot of juice left. But if you know, I think he does. I don't know. His stats have kind of slipped over the past couple of years. I mean, he plays. His His snaps have slipped also. Yeah. He's not getting the same amount of reps. You know, so I think somewhere down the line, he can go to a contending team and contribute uh, like Howie Long, uh, excuse me, Chris Long did with the Eagles yeah. in a winning ring. I see him in that capacity. If you notice his team is getting consistently younger. Any t- if you look at in almost any position, there's not a lot of old guys, especially yeah. wide receiver. There are no vets over there. But to the Patterson, I think, yeah, that is, uh, that's huge. For people that don't know him, he actually was a, a teammate of, uh, of Young's. You know, I think the team probably wanted to see if Justin Fields fell into any sort of position where even if they right. moved up a couple of picks, they could get him and they weren't going to be getting him. Um, I, I think uh, there just was nobody. I know that I sp- uh, sung the praises of Kyle Trask a little bit, right. but that was probably a little bit premature as we saw him slip all the way into the second round. So to me, um, I, I, I'm OK with them not selecting a quarterback. Fitzpatrick, Heineke. Mm. And then there's the rumors that Aaron Rodgers oh, uh, could be traded this way. What do you guys think of the whole way that he hijacked or that news hijacked the day? Because it's almost like you want a moratorium on stuff like that. Now, I know Schefter and all these guys have to do their jobs. But, you know, that was very interesting how it was placed and how it came out hours before the draft. Somebody obviously wanted that to get out. Was it Rodgers' camp? Probably but it just sent everything into a spin where it was all about Rodgers instead of, uh, you know, the actual draft. And now we have this talk about where is he going to end up, and we have Washington uh, football obviously in there as well. Do you think there is any credence to this report that Rodgers doesn't want to play ever again for Green Bay? And does Washington actually have a legit chance to make a move to get him, Jamal? 
Well, you know, when it go to the first part of your statement, that the same thing rang true when uh, Sean Watson wanted out. Then the rumors of uh, Russell Wilson wanting out, they kind of took over everything. So I think it's the name of the quarterback that if you throw these big names, they're just going to overshadow everything. Uh, do I think there's a chance? Eh. I saw, I don't know if it's true or not, but I saw something that he said he will go to a family reunion before he plays with Green Bay again. <laughs> and we all know he don't mess with his family like that. Right. Oh, I didn't so, even think you know, that. So that, that. If that's a true quote, then the writing's on the wall. We even got an endorsement from Richard Sherman, of all people. I don't know if they, if it's a where there's smoke, there's fire situation, but there's definitely some discord. Uh, would they go all in? For Rodgers, I would go all in. And I very rarely feel that way. But uh, for Rodgers, yeah, i go all in. Because if you get Rodgers with what they have built right now, what they're doing, they're building a team and a roster around no matter who's on the center, we got you. We're trying to make this uh, almost idiot-proof. So mm-hmm. anybody, whoever's on the center, you've got enough around you on the offensive end they got some people they're bringing in McCain and uh old tackle this got released by the Bears you're bringing in other people they if they sign them you are insulating whoever's in the center so it's a great situation whoever it is of Aaron Rodgers you're dare I say it uh you might be a Super Bowl contender oh I couldn't agree more Aaron Rodgers immediately makes this team a Super Bowl contender man You know, I keep coming back to would he really sit out? And I think maybe he would, but I don't see Green Bay trading him. It's just going to take so much. And I only think Washington is one of the only maybe viable candidates because they can trade Ryan Fitzpatrick, who is an NFL-ready starting quarterback, albeit you know not one of the premier ones. We've seen him come in and step right in. He's probably going to be the starter here. That's the kind of move you would need to make because I don't think you just step in with Jordan Love and say, this is our guy. We're going to start. He's not ready. And yeah, um, I don't know. He is. His luck. That's the thing. He had played the same level of competition as like a Zach Wilson did, which is my res- reservations on oh, Zach Wilson. It's like this guy's bro, really going to yeah. step right in and, and face NFL defenses. I and mean, he couldn't handle Coastal Carolina. Cheon, he's going to be a huge bust. That's my big takeaway from this draft. Second he overall. Could. Second overall. Right, to your point. He was at BYU, pass first, yeah. playing against mid-level competition. He had some great moments for sure. But like I don't know Navy. about his eyes. Like, I mean, his right. size. He He's almost, to yeah. me, like Johnny Manziel 2.0. But, hey, we'll see. Yeah. I could be wrong. I, I agree with you. I agree with you on Bust. that. Not, he's okay. But uh, Second overall. That's incredible. Mitch Trubisky. Yep. Right, exactly, yes. You yes. know, But let's look at BYU quarterbacks overall. I, they're kind of overrated. John Beck, yeah. I mean, not a, Steve Young, they can hang their hat on that one. Right, but I, I, I'm going back to uh, – Oh, Steve Walsh, too, right? Steve Walsh, yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. no, yeah. And let me tell you, say this, guys, about um, Justin Fields, and there's no question about it, and I don't think it's necessarily just because of Haskins being such a bust, 
but it's just Ohio State quarterbacks in general. Oh, so there yeah, was this yeah. report yeah. of, hey, people are hesitant because of Haskins. I'm like, no, 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 no. It's because of Ohio yeah. State and the quarterback position. It's not because of Haskins. It's because of that line of right. you can't name right. one quarterback from Ohio State who's done well You're in the pros. You're looking at uh, Hoyer and Barrett. No. Nope. Nope. You know, Troy Brad, Smith. Troy Smith. <laughs> Troy Smith. Yeah. Has been trouble winning Troy Smith. Craig Krenzel. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Look at you. The most famous one is. That's Bradley why I wouldn't Kirk go there Herb. if I was a quarterback. Why are you going to Ohio State? <laughs> the famous one is Kirk Herbstreit, and we know him from TV. Just TV. I don't know. Really... But the BYU quarterback I was thinking about was Ty Detmer. Oh, yeah. yeah it's Coy. Nobody recently, it's but Coy I mean, they've yeah. had some. No, Ty Detmer's not good. Eh, no, he wasn't. I, 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 I have an axe to grind with Tad Detmer. Not with him personally, but I was a big Rocket Ishmael fan as a kid. And there's no reason Tad Detmer won that Heisman over Rocket. Rocket he Ishmael. was not that good. Wow. Wow. Charles Woodson was my first Heisman. That was the first time I like really was like, oh man, I'm into college football. And Charles wow. Woodson against Ohio State showed out that was awesome yeah i was already working and was in my mid to late 20s so uh, <laughs> thanks thanks chris i appreciate Sorry that for no, showing my age there. i felt the same way I the grades man I'm, I'm getting there all right before we go overall grades i want your grades i want your uh biggest uh steal by washington in the draft chris we'll start with you overall grade for the washington football team which by the way it does need a nickname uh, and your biggest steal in the draft? Go. It doesn't. It doesn't have to be Washington for the steal. Uh, I'm going to give a B because I think they filled positions of needs, whether it's cornerback, and they got the depth. That Jamal, after we went through that list, I'm kind of like, man, did they really need Diami Brown? But I like him as his talent. Yeah. Got a long snapper, Cameron Cheeseman. Um, but I would say that my uh, unsung pick, the X factor, if you will, is going to be Jared Patterson. Again, I come back to how I play college football daily fantasy. I played him that night, eight touchdowns, 407 rushing yards. I understand, you know, it's not like premier NFL talent, but you can't tell me this guy doesn't deserve a shot. And if you look at the, and and now I'm backtracking because I said, oh, Washington's running back room is really filled. I mean, I mean, I don't know. There could be some room there. I mean, outside of Antonio Gibson, who has really taken that room and said, like, I'm going to be somebody who's a bell cow back. I don't know. Jared Patterson could make this roster, at least on special teams. I mean, you don't have a bell cow back anymore. But you look at – I don't know what Lamar Miller has left. Right. They signed him last year. He never touched the field, if if I'm not mistaken. So, you know, he's a name. But, you know, he's there. Barbara, eh. You know, not particularly sold. Uh, the only two in that room who are guaranteed are Antonio and McKissick. Yeah. That's about it. Uh, in terms of grades, and I wanted to bring this up earlier, why do we do what, what is the importance of the grades? Because, you know, you can't grade a class. Everybody says this is the statement. Three years later, that's when you grade a class. So some of these these grades we give them, uh, they serve no purpose. I thought when we had Doxon and Sewer Cravens, I thought we had a hall. We had nothing. Hmm. But for the consideration of, of, of this question, I'll do this. I'll give it a B. I'll give it a B plus. Uh, Frank asked earlier about a questionable pick. Uh, it's probably Cheeseman. 
and I noticed that there were multiple long snappers. Why are you taking a long snapper? Can't you just get them? Maybe I'm just naive, or maybe I'm just being last. Yeah, but mm. long you snapper. Get a long snapper from anywhere. It's like it's, it's like drafting bird? a punter. Wait, healthy, bring him back. Yeah. Who the hell is Cheeseman? I know. He got a catchy name. That's about it. I know Tom Brady was a sixth round pick, and uh, we're just wasting it on long snappers. Yeah, he might be long snapper. Long snapper. I know. But I I think uh, Dami Brown to me is probably the biggest steal. Uh, It could be the kid from Penn State, but we were looking for somebody that's going to be opposite McLaurin. Samuels, people didn't understand he's going to be everywhere. Yeah. So you didn't have anybody that's going to be just opposite uh, and, and spread the field on the other side. When you put Dami Brown on that side, you get McLaurin, you know where he's at. Samuel, move him everywhere. Then you can Sims, AGG, Harmon of Healthy. And you cannot double McLaurin for long. Because if you do, Dami Brown's going to kill you. Especially if you get... Fitzpatrick got there slinging it. You know, he don't give a damn. <laughs> He's going to let it fly. Yeah. And you have speed, speed, speed. You cannot roll coverage to McLaurin every play because somebody else is going to kill you. Right. Right. All right, guys. I appreciate your time, and we'll see how this all shakes out. And and I guess training camp could be in Richmond this year. You saw the NFL says you can uh, you can go outside of your facility. So we'll see if uh, Washington will get things going in Richmond in just oh a couple months. It'll be here before you know it. We appreciate your time, guys. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks for checking us out here on the DMV Sports Roundtable Podcast. See you.